Blessings everyone, in this episode I'm going to be talking about how to make every single one of your hardships the most beautiful and the biggest blessing in your life. We always hear this phrase saying how absolutely anything that falls on a believer, whether good or bad, is going to be beneficial for them. And I used to not understand this and moreover not like it. Because I always used to feel like it doesn't matter because this is bad, this hurts, I'm sad, I'm not as happy as I used to be, so how is this good for me? And of course people would tell me that, oh you know, this will help you grow in long prospect. But a lot of those times, those things that broke me down didn't really help me grow. And that was all because of my perspective on it. And that's exactly why I want to talk about this. There's a lot of hardships that a believer can face. It could be poverty. You can be low on money. And it can be quite difficult because around this time it could be easy to turn around and do something haram to make money. In this time frame, Allah is teaching you gratitude for whatever you do have. So whatever you do have, you cherish it ten times more. Now that you're sitting here eating a meal of food, you're going to cherish this ten times more as compared to if you had all the money in the world and this was just another meal for you. Now that you're going through poverty, knowing that you have a bed to sleep on, that is making everything a lot more better for you. Because at least you know at the end of the day, you have a warm bed to sleep on. Knowing that you're going through poverty, waking up the next day is a reminder for you that I have another day to try. And if not, at least I'm alive today. Being in poverty then also teaches you that while I may not have everything in this earth, I have my five prayers. And that alone makes me one of the most richest people on this earth. You see what I'm doing there? Because in a matter of mindset, you can use poverty to be the worst thing. And it's hard. It's not easy. And I know there's people like to glamorize it. Some people like to make it sound like it's easy. It's not. It's not easy. You can, you know, wake up hungry. Sometimes you won't have anything to eat. Sometimes things just won't work out. And it can become really frustrating. When you remember that, wow, every single day at Fudger, I'm waking up at like 4 in the morning just to pray Fudger. This alone is more rich and more powerful than everything in this earth. Sometimes I sit there and I think about this. This is like an analogy I want you to sometimes just kind of think about. If you're going through hard times, if you're going through trying times, and if you're going through poverty. If you had to give a gift to Allah, what would you give him? I just want you to close your eyes, sit down, think about this. What gift would you give to Allah? You can't give him gold. He has practically everything. You can't give him, you know, a piece of land as a gift. He owns all the heavens and the earth. You can't give him, like, you know, some amazing food. He doesn't need to eat. He's not human. Did you notice how every single thing that we can offer is worldly? But in Allah's eyes, it means nothing. Because this world is nothing but a small ring in a big desert for Allah. Absolutely everything that really severely holds power in this earth means nothing in the eyes of Allah and in the hereafter. Let that sink in. And there's a reason why Allah has made these five prayers such a big priority. Why if we don't pray, we are at a very big risk of going to hell. Because these five prayers is the riches of the world. It is what will make you successful, not just here, but in the hereafter. Sometimes it's really important to sit down and focus in on to why Allah tells you to do the things that you do. The next example is losing a loved one. Now this one is a little bit lengthy. A lot of times when somebody dies and we lose somebody, we tend to view it from a very selfish point of view. And this is going to hurt some people, but just listen. Do you guys know how exhausting this world can be? Like, you have to work every single day to, you know, make money. You constantly have to go through literally like a jihad within yourself. 
to make yourself a better person, to make yourself more aligned in the eyes of God, but also somehow, you know, make your life work out in this earth. There's people that literally end up homeless and it's so difficult to just survive. And sometimes there's people that have everything, but the jihad that they have within themselves and the war that they're going through, it eats them out alive. Because sometimes shaitan has so much strong control on the negativity and the sadness that we face, that that alone is enough to literally kill us over. As long as you're on this earth, it's going to continue. If you look at the stories of the prophets, why exactly do we learn the stories of the prophets? Yes, we need to know who the prophets are. But did you notice that the prophets, they were always examples for us Muslims to follow after because these prophets went through insane hardships. They went through hardships that we can't even imagine that we will probably never go through. It's very unlikely that a lot of us are going to go through some of the severe hardships that the prophets went through. At most, we will go through depression. At most, you know, we'll go through poverty. But some of the things that these prophets went through, they're miracles on how they maintained themselves and made it out alive. And that's my point. There's a reason Allah is highlighting each and every single one of prophets' struggles. These prophets, they struggled because depression and sadness is a human emotion that is worldwide. It is felt from generations before us. It's something we will all feel. If not now, later, someone, you will feel it. You will feel it. That's exactly why we look to our prophets, because they went to absolutely everything. Yet, the way that they acted, the way that they responded, the way that they kept tawakkal in Allah, that is what is such a big representation for us. So when you love someone and they die, they pass away, whatever it may be, whether it was through sickness, through injustice, or whatever, I want you to realize that they're in a better place. And this sounds so cliche, because it's like everybody's always like, oh, they're in a better place. Well, you know, the grave is scary, and hellfire is scary. But if they're a righteous person, they will always be in a better place. Because in the grave, after, you know, you answer through questions and whatnot, you're going to rest. You're going to sit there, you're going to rest your soul until the day of judgment. As compared to in this world where you'll still be going through, you know, a jihad within yourself and all these hardships and whatnot. Don't view death of someone else so selfishly with this perception that, oh my god, they're dead, they left me, whatnot. Because in the broad image of things, they're actually probably going to be a lot more happier gone from earth, whereas it's constantly trying to eat us all up and we're all going through some type of depression, than be there. Just think about that sometimes. I think about that a lot too, because we get really sad when somebody dies, but think about it. They're free now. They're free from this earth. They're free from the feeling of constantly self-nourishing, constantly fixing, constantly going through war within themselves. They're free from the battle of constantly working to feed themselves. Whatever it may be, they're free from it now. That's exactly why Allah tells us to be really cautious about our decisions here on earth because they will severely affect our hereafter. And the next example, I want main hardship that I want to highlight is losing somebody you love but not in the form of death, in the form of them leaving, or you're leaving, or something happens. One of the biggest things I've learned in regards to this, when Allah pushes and pulls somebody away from you, I need you to realize that sometimes holding on does more damage than letting go. Sometimes you're holding on to somebody or something with dear life because you think that this is so good for you and you know deep down that okay maybe this is bad for me but I cannot see myself living without this so I'm going to continue to hold on to it and now pain has become so normal to you. You're so cautiously 
engaged when it comes to happiness that when happiness comes around you're like confused like is this normal what is happening to me this is exactly why i will say it again holding on does more damage than letting go you didn't deserve that person they probably didn't deserve you whatever the story may be allah pulled them away why does that make you sad do you not trust the one that knows everything allah knows more than we know and allah sees the conversations that we don't see and this is something i always tell myself you may have a best friend that you love with your whole dear life your whole heart but you don't know what they're talking about behind your back you don't know if they're slandering you you don't know that if they're talking negatively about you you don't know if your biggest secrets are being exposed to the whole world you don't hear that but allah hears the conversations you don't hear and that's exactly why sometimes you just have to trust that allah knows more than you know which he always will but in the scenarios you have to trust that allah has heard things and allah has seen things and in regards to that allah has made a better decision for you and that person that's been pulled away and after allah pulled somebody away don't go back chasing them following them you know trying to engage in a contact again because this is allah's decision and it doesn't matter how many times you try if allah doesn't want it it's not going to happen this is exactly why i've given these examples to prove to you that it doesn't matter what hardship falls upon you everything is a blessing for a believer because as long as you view it as a moment to grow as a moment to go through these hardships and as a moment to realize that this hardship is going to give me it's going to give me a higher rank in jannah that is more than enough that is more than enough imagine if i told you that you will have to live a life of poverty but when you go to jannah you'll be in the highest rank of jannah you'll be given everything wouldn't you rather prefer that wouldn't you rather want to suffer temporarily live good permanently i know things like these aren't easy it isn't easy to change your perspective but one of the big things that i started doing was every day when i woke up in the morning i always told myself this and this is going to sound so cliche but it's a good day as long as i let it be a good day because sometimes nothing happens but we're still so sad and depressed mentally that it doesn't matter how many days of good we pass by we don't appreciate them that's exactly why i'm telling you that today you're alive today you're breathing today allah has given you another chance you're going through this hardship this hardship is going to give you a high rank in jannah your sins are being forgiven this hardship is cleansing you you are getting to a higher status not just in jannah but within yourself you're becoming a better person the person you never thought you could be and while some things may not always strengthen you they might just break you know that you will be compensated so equally for everything in the hereafter which is permanent